This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double G 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good morning. It is the Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Uh, the man of the hour continues to be Patrick Mahomes. Man. Uh, he won the Best Athlete Award for Men's Sports on the ESPYs last night and the Best NFL Player last night. His team... Over the, under 15 seconds that you watch the ESPYs. Under. Way under. Didn't yeah. turn it on. Right. Under. But I think it's, you know... Interesting to see that he won those two awards and the Chiefs won the best team award. I mean, they they were the best team uh, this past year, probably. I saw an interesting thing on the timeline. 23 years ago, Espies, who was the host? Uh, who was the host? Was it, it wasn't Chris Berman. He was a comedian. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeff just said, wow, yeah, yeah. And I know his monologue, just like everybody basically just wanted to run out of the building because he kind of did what Ricky Gervais did to the Golden Globes. It kind of shredded everybody, I think, kind of roasted everybody. Well, if you roast everybody, then you're not picking on any one individual. Um, the, the other thing for uh, Mahomes, he's moved into a new home, one at least in the Kansas City area. He's got a – have you seen this picture of his home? Oh yeah, from the well, from, from the, the sky, from yeah. the sky, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's it's not like it's bigger than choices. What, what are we talking about? Here? <laughs> he's got what a nice laugh. He's got just a nice, huge football field, a pond, a uh, par three. Uh, so I saw a note where somebody said, "Well, where do the kids play?" You know, the, the, the kids will be you know growing up faster than what he can believe. I mean, choices she shed is bigger than this. What are yeah. we talking about here? <laughs> will you or have you watched any of the Netflix uh, quarterback series? It I will just, watch all of it. Yeah. Um, Have you seen or, any of it yet? Well, I've, I've watched the the excerpts. Okay. I saw episode one last night. It features. What'd you think? Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Marcus Mariota, and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Cousins comes off as um, he comes off as a choir boy. Uh, comes off as uh, you know, just it, he remind he reminds me. So I'm going to show my age a little bit here. Have you seen the movie North Dallas 40? I am positive that I watched that with my dad probably 30-something years ago. Five years ago, but it's been a while. Okay, so Mac Davis plays basically Don Meredith, okay, in this role. And then um, there's another guy, the backup quarterback. He's back and watch it. He's the kind of the... Bible thumper, goody two shoes, you know, stays in between the lines, you know, does everything right. Uh, quarterback who I, I guess I guess he's supposed to be Staubach to a de- to a degree, um, but at any rate, that's who Cousins remind me of because his wife's like, "What do you do during a football game?" She goes, "I put on my worship music," and I'm like, <laughs> and then he's like. He's like sitting around the fire, you yeah. know, after a game, and you know he's got his kids there, and he's 
he's his his biggest worry is that he's burned a hole in his sweatshirt. Meanwhile, Mahomes has got like the family in the family room. They're sitting on the you know on the fireplace area. He is he's, his dad's drinking a beer. Looks like Snoop Dogg. You've got this other guy that looks like one of the Eddie Murphy characters in the barbershop scene, you know, of Coming to America. Rocky Marciano. And, and, and uh, right, right. And, and then you just got, it just, and then you got Brittany, you know, doing Brittany things, you know. And, doing and, TikToks. And Mahomes is, you know, getting in, you know, he's, he's getting in a Raider's face because this guy's kind of punching him and he's like, He's you know saying some words that you know I'm not, can't exactly say here. But what do you say? He goes into blackout mode or yeah, something. You, you I don't goes, even know what I'm saying. You, you, yeah, you, you know you, what you're you, saying. You Pat. woke me up, mother. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Anyway, I'm here. So, but the the the. I mean, it's 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 awesome. I mean, I think it's it's must watch stuff. And apparently, episode two, and it was ten o'clock, and so I went to bed. I didn't I didn't continue on. Is the Ring of Honor stuff when he was coming here? Oh, nice! So there's you know. Shots How do you of- think the contract negotiations go for that? Because you're you're Netflix. You you know you've got a winner here if you can just make it happen. So you know that you're going to have the you know they're going to have the top ten shows on Netflix, and it's going to be one or two, three for months probably. Because we're rolling now towards football season, people are going to want more and more football. Mm-hmm. But how do you think the negotiations with the players like that go? Like, what what is that price tag to get that kind of access? I don't know. Mahomes, Cousins, Mariota. Does it change between players? Are you is it this kind of uh, money for Mahomes, and then this kind of money for Mariota, and then? I, that's an interesting process to me, and I have no idea how it works. Peyton Manning's the uh, executive producer on it. Um, and you know, Mahomes, to his credit, you know, he, he told Manning, he's like, I've got to get permission from coach Reed. I mean, he always refers to him as coach Reed. And, and I, I just love that. And, you know, there's respect that's shown both ways. And I don't know if behind the scenes he calls him Andy or not. It doesn't matter. I just, I just, I just kind of love the fact that he still is kind of, he, he knows his role. He knows coach Reed's role and that, and he, it seems, it feels like, it feels like, and I'm, I'm sure there's been a, a lot of change for him. But you think about from when he was here, and we got to kind of see him from the from the very beginning as a as a raw freshman to where he is today, and we kind of still feel like, hey, he's one of ours. He is one of ours, but you kind of still see him as that college kid who hasn't changed with the money and with the fame and with the Super Bowls and everything. I mean, it's. His his demeanor seems to be the same. He doesn't seem to be arrogant or cocky, and maybe he's a little cocky. But he's cocky because he's got confidence, and he can back it up with what he's done on the field. Um, but he said to Manning, he's like, "I need to get permission." And he goes, "And you need to call Coach Reed." And Coach Reed's like, "Hey, as long as you don't tape my meetings, I'm good." I loved how he said. He goes. You know you've taken it a little too far when Coach Reed's telling you to get on back because he he really wants you to be yourself and be your own personality. Mm-hmm. But if Coach Reed's now trying to be bouncer, you know, and pushing you back on the sidelines, you've taken it a little too far, and that's what he. Uh, but yeah, you, you woke me up. Yeah, As I, he, I really think that like the, the, when he's saying that after when you play the you play the clip, and there's. 
probably seven MFs. Yeah, right. In a row. <laughs> right. And he's like, I just black out. I was like, no, you don't. Do you know exactly what you're saying? You're trying to make it look better that you had a cursing fit well, in a the, row. The but, other thing, though, is he's trying to fire up his teammates, and he's he's basically showing the offensive line, hey, man, I'm just like you. I'll punch back. Well, yeah, I'm not afraid then, to fight. Here, here's the other thing, too, is you are in an, an, a, a literal war out on an NFL football field, right? Mm-hmm. I, if you have to get yourself – to that point of where you're ready to battle guys twice your size and fend off all this and then have a high ankle sprain and think it's so bad that it might be broken, go back and get it x-rayed, then get back out on the field and lead your team to victory, do some of these crazy things that, that Pat has done, I, I understand it. I, I'm not knocking him for it. I'm just saying uh, he knows exactly what he was doing. He knows exactly what he was doing with that deal. So anyway, I think that's going to be uh, just much, much watch, must watch stuff. Um, and that thing is uh, is is locked and loaded. Are you a are you a big Netflix guy or yeah? Are you yeah? Okay. And I, I got I got to admit I'm I'm really not. But I mean that's it's it's I don't it's not that I have anything against it. It's just not what I'm used to. You know, um, you well, know they I'm, put my my age kind of shows there because I'm just. They've dropped um, my favorite feel-good shows on that platform. Okay, which are? Well, then they took The Office away. I would just watch The Office. That's uh, 95% of my Netflix viewing was The Office, but then they took it to Peacock where they now have commercials, so I just don't watch as much Office. I watch Community because I can get that going back to back to back and just kind of zone mm-hmm. out. But um, then I just, Evan, every now and then they drop something like this, and you're glad you haven't. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, I found The Office uh, a very disturbing show. I, I'd like to talk to you more about that. You know, I just, uh, I, in fact, I just, I can't, I can't watch it. It's just, uh, my mother feels the exact same way. You know, it's just very, <laughs> just very, just very disturbing show. I just, are you going to help me? Are you going to guide me through it? Try to sell me on it? No, no, okay, no. I don't think you can change that feeling. Yeah, I just. I just, it just, there's just too much conflict um, in it, and I'm not a, I'm not one that shies away from conflict, right? But that's that. Man, I hear you in the hallway just tearing people apart all the time. <laughs> this day in sports history is next. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Morning Drive time for this day in sports history. Today is July the thirteenth, twenty twenty three. It is Thursday. Here is Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. So, as you should probably guess, mm-hmm. uh, not just a ton. Right. All-star breaks around this time that kind of limit what we will be talking about today. But uh, there's some. 1919 is where we start with the Boston Red Sox pitcher Carl Mays. Walks off the mound, blaming his teammates for a lack of support in the field. <laughs> I wonder how that went for him. I'm going to guess not well. Uh, 1926, official marathon runner of the morning drive, Pebo Nermi, runs a world record 3,000 meters, 8 minutes, 20.4 seconds. Did you know that we had an official uh, runner of the morning drive? No. Well, you got to have one. Mm -hmm. And let's go with the guy that, like, sets all of the records is our official one. Okay. 1934, Babe Ruth hits his 700th career home run against Detroit. By 34, he had 700. 
1934. Yes. That's what I meant. 1963, future Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Early Wynn wins his 300th and last Major League Baseball game at really? 43. 300. 300. I mean, I knew that, you know, Clemente only had 3,000 hits. He stayed right at 3,000. And then this guy, Early Win, gets just 300. Hmm. 1971, in the 42nd Major League Baseball All-Star Game, this one took place at Tiger Stadium in Detroit. AL beats the NL 6-4, to your MVP, Baltimore Oriole outfielder Frank Robinson. What year was this, 71? That would be 71, yes. This is the first All-Star Game that I remember. We were allowed to stay up. I was 10. Allowed to stay up to watch it. Mm-hmm. So that's the... I remember Reggie Jackson hitting one off the light tower there at uh, Tiger City. What was your over-under on channels you could watch in 71? In, in, in wherever you were, Missouri or... Kansas. We were on the we were on the Missouri side then, so that's funny. Uh, I'm going to guess four, four, four. A- ABC, NBC, CBS, and PBS. Uh, no, independent. Uh, there was a PBS channel, but even then, I, I knew not to watch government television. But it was one that you got. You could pick it up. Yes, that that was what the question was. Yeah. What you could, we did not how have, many you could watch. That did not have cable did. TV, so we had four, five, nine, forty-one. Technically, nineteen. Yeah. 1985, New York Yankees retire. Roger Maris is number nine, and Elston Howard's 32. Mm-hmm. And uh, their uh, uniform numbers. And in 2019, after Atlantic League Major League Baseball partnership rule changes, Southern Maryland's Blue Crabs outfielder Tony Thomas becomes the first player in professional baseball history. To steal first base in a seven to two win versus the Lancaster Barnstormers. How did he steal first base? I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure. I know that I remember this happening and us doing a big giant breakdown of how the rule changed. I mm-hmm. think it's something to do with how the the pitches work and what the count is, and if something happens on the final pitch. Gotcha. Much like a strikeout reaching first mm-hmm. when they don't complete the throw, there's something along those lines that goes with it. Not going to lie, today is a great day for food. Happy National French Fry Day. Oh, nice. Do you have a fry that you prefer? Is there a French fry that you prefer? Yeah, it's um, just the regular fries at the main joints. I, I... I don't get into like steak fries, curly. I like curly. I like it all. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I like all of it, mm-hmm. but just like the the crispy, regular fries is, mm-hmm. is my go to. Okay. And then, dude, I know it's all not what you asked, but like a good tater tot, like from a greasy burger joint. Yeah, I'm with you on the tater tot. There's one just south of here. Okay, I'm with you on the tater tot. Oof. Happy birthday. To Harrison Ford, who turns 81. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart is 83. Cheech Martin is 77. Surprised he made it. Shocked he made it. Hey, look at Willie Nelson. Cheech and Chung. They're both still alive. I know. Shocked they made it. Maybe we should be paying attention to what they were doing. And, and Willie, Just too. Oh, yeah, and they're making more money now than I think they ever have. Uh, hey, will you go see the last Indiana Jones? No. Jeff, will you? I think I'm going to. Uh, I, it's gotten enough review, positive reviews that I'm like, okay, I'm willing because Crystal Skull sucked. Let's make this very clear. Do it you, was 
quite possibly the worst movie I've ever in the conversation of worst movies I've ever seen. Do you have a stand against the Indiana Jones series? Because I have no problem if you do. No, because I have a stand against the Star Wars series. I've never seen yeah, Star no. Wars. Uh, the the first. Indiana Jones was a huge part of my childhood. Massive. The first three were excellent. Yeah. Crystal, Call, Crystal, Crystal Skull sucked. It, 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 <clears throat> I only own it because I own the other three, and I felt like I have to have the series. I've watched it exactly one time. I've watched the other three dozens, if mm-hmm. not hundreds of times. Uh, also, happy birthday to y- Yadier Molina, who's 41. Sin Chu Chu is 41. Sin Chu Chu. And Spud Webb is 60. Wow, Spud Webb's 60. Okay. And on this day in 1985, I wish I had known this was going on or been paying attention when this was going on at the time. I would have, because I've watched all of it since then. Wembley Stadium in London. Prince Charles and Princess Diana officially open Live Aid, a worldwide <sighs> rock concert organized to raise money for the relief of famine-stricken Africans. It's uh, continued at JFK Stadium in Philadelphia and at other arenas around the world. A 16-hour super concert was globally linked to sa- by satellite to more than a billion viewers in 110 nations. <sighs> Triumph of t- technology and goodwill, <sighs> the event raised $125 million in famine relief for Africa. They... They made such a big damn deal out of this that it just it just drove a screwdriver <laughs> through my head. But those concerts, <laughs> I mean, those I concerts that, was that are a, fantastic. Was that a We Are the World? Thing? No, this is Queen at Wembley Stadium. I, this is I just, I just, Elton John in, New, in in Philadelphia. Like, if you go those back were and hard watch charging Chuck Hines days, but I just uh, I, hard, I, charging, I, man, hard charging, hard yeah, charging. If I would have been paying attention for all the acts that I've watched, all of them since then. On yeah. YouTube, thank God it's it exists. Might, might have been a, a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, uh, you know, kind of uh, week for me back in those days. You know, you go out Wednesday night, you go out Friday night, you go out Saturday night. But I would have loved to have watched any of those concerts <laughs> then because I have seen them all now, and that is the state mm. sports history. Mm. We had um, six fifty-two this morning in, on the morning drive. We had. Uh, Tuesday night drink fest mm-hmm. that was at the apartment, oh, the duplex, where you could go get uh, eighteen of Miller Lite for seven ninety nine, mm-hmm. and then we had Thursday. You could either get penny beer at the Tumbleweed or it was girls' night at Eskimo Joe's, and then Friday was always a down day. Then you went back at it Saturday. Yeah. Uh, quiz: Where's Roger Maris from? Where's Roger Maris from? Feel like I should know this. I, I don't know. Do you know Jeff? He's from Missouri, isn't he? Hmm? I, th- is he I from was going to say St. Joseph, Missouri, but that's what. This is a Missouri State song, so Chuck should know. But I could have sworn he's from Missouri, right? Sounds like. Pac-Man got high. Oh, it, it's definitely a an eight bit version of the game. Uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo, oh, North Dakota. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Not Missouri. I think ruins my joke. Uh, actually, he was born in Hibbing, Minnesota, September tenth, nineteen thirty four. Oh man! Okay. Well, his museum is in Fargo, North Dakota, in the mall. Okay. I'm assuming you've seen that. I've been to the Roger Maris Museum. Yeah. They claim him over there in Fargo. Okay. Uh, this uh, from washed up guy who is 
Not only do we have a official runner of the morning drive, but washed up guy is our senior advisor to the morning drive. Okay. <laughs> he says this, if you, if you should travel to Helsinki and visit the still standing Olympic stadium there, you will find a great statue of Pavo Nermi, the flying fin out front. Yeah. Okay. About this. I didn't pick an official marathon runner that sucked. Right, no, no I, I don't. No. I picked the good one. Uh, this good morning, gentlemen. Sonia here. We've had one heck of a week here. Uh, she lives uh, Runaway Bay, I believe. It's this this Sonia had a uh, lovely cottonmouth inside our fence a few days ago. Have retreated inside during the afternoons. Binge watched quarterback yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, this, uh, oh, snap, Jeff just called Chuck old without calling him old. Well done, sir. Yeah, I, I caught that. But that that's would okay. be G-E-O-F-F. Right. Yeah. I just thought I'd say Chuck was old. It's fine. Galloping Gourmet, Jeff. Did you ever watch the Galloping Gourmet no. as a kid? He spelled his name G-E-O-F-F, the Galloping Gourmet. Okay. Cooking show. So before, does certain giraffe. A cook, cooking show before, you know, uh, Guy Fieri. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jeff Haxton is in for Jamie Lent today. And Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us as we come to you from the First United Bank studio. And look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to Double T 97.3.com for that. The closing scene just up the street from uh, Indiana Jones. Paladero Canyon. First one. They shot Raiders there? They shot the, I think, the ending, the ending scene there, the sunrise. Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. No huh. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Google that for me. Um, How are you working on that? If, you, uh, if you've seen the latest and last Indiana Jones and have a recommendation for us, don't spoil it, but just if you have a thumbs up or thumbs down on it, uh, hit us up on the Eats Flooring Center chat line. Visual Edge IT hotline is also open at 806-771-0973. I think I will go watch the Oppenheimer. Okay. That what? seems... Have you heard about the Oppenheimer movie? No. I, no. What is it? Uh, race to get the first atom bomb. Oh, I have heard about this. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be. Uh, I think that would be interesting. Um, and, uh, Matt Damon in it. Okay. Uh, will you go see Hamilton down no. the street? You will not. No. Okay. Okay. We're going to go see Hamilton. I'd like to. In about a week, uh, when it comes to almost uh, a big theater buff, she loved Broadway and who? Your wife? M- my mother. Oh, your mother. You said mom. I didn't know if it, that was. Yeah, I didn't know if that was your mother, mother, or if that was the mother of your children. Mother. Name is Phantom mm-hmm. Cats. You name it. She yeah. loved it. Yeah, I saw one, one Broadway play in my life, I've which seen. was uh, Big River. I've seen uh, more than my fair share, but you know the lucky lady's seen more than her fair share of some games that maybe she uh, was just happy to be there at. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, you know, I'm, I'm a equal opportunist uh, when it comes to uh, to that. Um, Probably the the weirdest thing that I've seen was uh, cats. Uh, I, and, and I got dragged to Tulsa to see the see the cats. And let me tell you, <laughs> at halftime of that show, I mean, I, I remember being that was at the at the Coliseum at the Municipal Auditorium <laughs> Theater at halftime of that thing. I go into the men's room, and all of us are trying to figure out what the hell we have just seen. What has just gone on? Right. What has just gone on? Right. Yeah, I think I got dragged to Tulsa to see that one. 
Uh, Raiders dad says this. Double check Chuck's work. He has been known to uh, be off the mark a bit. Well, that's all right. Choice said Gus Malzahn is a national championship football coach. Nope. So. Nope. Did you do? Uh, did you double check me on that? Oh, I'm still looking. Okay. I haven't found anything to confirm or deny it yet. All right. I bet, I bet I can get. I've to seen it. a lot of filming locations. I don't see any of them in Texas yet, but I'm still looking. Okay. On on 99.9% sure of this. I'm not saying you're wrong yet. I am just, in fact, still looking. Mm -hmm. I see France. I see Hawaii. I see a city I will never get right near Cairo. Okay. I see California. Okay. Not seeing anything about Texas. Doesn't mean there wasn't. Just not seeing it yet. All right. Um... Again, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center. And that was that movie came out 42 years ago. That's crazy, crazy, My crazy. gosh. Crazy. You had to be a young man then during that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, here we go. Was Indiana Jones filmed in Paladero Canyon? Where was it filmed? As Indiana Jones and his father ride off into the sunset at the end, that final shot was filmed at Amarillo's Paladero Canyon. Okay. Now I know why I couldn't find it because I thought you talked said Raiders as opposed to uh, temp, uh, Last Crusade. Well, I just didn't know which one it was. It was one of them. Uh, Sorry. No, no, that's why I couldn't find okay. it. Sorry. Uh, Eric on Wheels says, I think I'm interested in the Oppenheimer movie, too. Um, Raiders Dad says this. There was a miniseries called Manhattan a few years ago. It was really good. <clears throat> oh, by the way, Raiders Dad, I did get to swim in the leisure pool uh last uh, friday over at texas tech the lazy river is not so lazy but i found it to be a quite enjoyable experience and me and the lucky lady did contribute to the cause on that back in the day with fees that we were paying for daughter number two and i appreciate your contribution to raider's dead so that we could all enjoy the nice water over there at the uh texas tech uh lazy river have you been over there to that no okay that's very nice i mean it's it's very nice. It was uh, it was it was pretty cool, and the, the lazy river, like I said, not so lazy, but uh, I mean they have got There's a lot of traffic. Well, I mean it's just it 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 goes fast. Oh, it goes it goes it goes it's fast. Got a current. It's got current. Yes, it's got current. Okay. It's got current. Uh, with regard to uh, earlier conversation about the office, the, this uh, person texts in. Uh, the office is weird. I know I should love it like Friends or Mash or Cheers. I haven't watched an episode. Is it because I'm too busy or may I have hidden ADHD or because it is so bad? The best part is when the one guy dresses like the other and hollers Michael. Otherwise, it just hasn't held my attention yet. My daughter loves, loves it. It must be good. Okay. It's my favorite show of all time. 707 this morning on the morning drive. Uh, what is your expectation for tech football this year? Is your expectation to be better than seven and five, better than five and four in the Big Twelve? Because Joey McGuire has said, and and Jamie's going to ask him about this. I think he's going to ask him about this. One of the things he's going to ask him is, you said that you felt like the offensive line could be a position of strength, but he has said several times in public settings that he feels like this year's team could have beaten last year's team, but the the record may end up being the same. You know, there's there's one thing that, that has always jumped up in my head when we're thinking about this year, too. Um, when Bob Stoops came over from Florida, took over Oklahoma after a couple of 
disastrous hires for OU and Howard Schnellenberger and John Blake. Do you know what um, they did their first year over there in Norman with Stoops? Uh, well, they were what five and seven, six and six, six and five. I think is what they were. They six ended and up five. seven and five. I think they beat Ole Miss and okay. the uh, Independence Bowl. But he definitely turned things around. You know what happened in the next season? I do not. You, they, won the nas- they won the national. They won the national. Oh, that's right. Year two, he won the national championship. They won the national championship in year two, and never won it again. But beat uh, Winky and Florida State. For the natty, did Stoops Stoops replace John Blake? Is that right? Yes. And, and did Blake get fired in season? And Gary Gibbs, did he have an interim spot there? Well, you're you've jumped quite a bit ahead. You uh, you, okay. you with Switzer Gibbs, Schnellenberger, okay, Blake Stoops, okay, Riley Venables, okay. All right. So I, I, I so my expectation <clears throat> is. A jump between last year's success mm-hmm. and a national championship. There's there's a little bit of wiggle room in there, but I I look at this league, Chuck, and I think it's it's open for it. It's Brett Yormark. It's open for business, which means it's open for somebody to come up there and win. I think it's going to be a really good year for Texas Tech football. I don't think Texas is going to win it all. I don't think Oklahoma's going to win it all. Who out of K-State, TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech is going to jump up into that spot? So you think one of those three teams, K-State, Baylor, Texas Tech, wins the Big 12 this year? Yes. Okay. 7-10 this morning on the morning drive. Continue uh, football conversation. We'll have uh, coverage from Big 12 Media Days today. Texas Tech's turn at the microphone. Uh, Joy McGuire is scheduled to make an appearance on 100.7 The Score with Choice Woodman and Jamie Lent, who are in Arlington getting ready for their big show from Jerry's Place today. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. This from the Yates Loring Center chat line, first of all. Uh, Sonia again, I'm just impressed Chuck knew the term stocking feet when i was a model that was common knowledge okay. <laughs> chuck getting drawn off sides is priceless okay <laughs> if mcculler had not been from tech chuck would look at him completely different his red raider is definitely showing when discussing mcculler uh raider's dad that dude next to you just said measure and stocking feet in the same sentence what a treat for you hacks <laughs> Bullfighter says, love you, Chuck. Red Raider Charlie. That's a RRC, Red Raider Charlie. Hacks, careful. You're in that chair. Heinz is spicy this morning. Okay. All right, your question for me, sir. Um, is, is that, before I give you my question, is that true? What's that? With McCuller about Texas Tech, and you'd feel different? I probably... I, I don't know that I would have embraced... Because you, you said great player. You said great player. You lost a good player. Great player at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, if he's going 10-7 and seven and starting 33 games at Kansas, that's not great. That's not good. Hey, there's there's I thought so would, much double standard going on. I can't figure this out. I thought, I thought, he, I thought here he was a um, 
face of your program, especially going in what would have been going into last year, I felt like that he kind of captured the the DNA of 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 what Coach Beard was trying to do, and I think Coach Adams was going to try to do with him. And I just didn't view him as that type of player there. In other words, he just didn't. That's not the mold of what they do up there. I mean, they're a three-point shooting team. They it's 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 feast or famine. They usually have a big fella inside that they'll feed the post with, and yeah. you know, and and do they? and and get up and down the floor. And Cheech the the home. blue the blue collar aspect of of what McCullough brought here, I just didn't think would be would would translate up there. And you know, he turned the ball over a lot up there. Because he just didn't handle the ball very well, and they needed him to handle the ball well. And um, I mean, hell, he should—they should have lost here because he should have been called for a charge. Instead, we get two guys injured, and they win the ball game. You know where I was when that was going on? Where? Covenant for that game here? Mm-hmm. Because you were—you had your leg problem. Yeah. Was that? Did you even get to? You never got to that game, did you? You never got to that game. No, I was holding on for dear life. Right point. Yeah, trying to keep my left leg. All right. Here's my question. Okay. Does there any like Sounder? Is this Jamie's question of the day? Jamie's question of the day. Yes. Yeah, Jamie's question. Right. Of the day. Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by Chuck Hines, Jayhawk, arrogance. <laughs> I, I'm not afraid. With, to, I'm not afraid to admit that there's a little snobbery and arrogance in me, you know, with regard to that. I'm not, you know, I've, I've embraced that. When I think of NFL football and the history of it, and mm-hmm. watching um, '80s, '90s, and then you go back and you could say Jim Brown. That's before uh, Walter me. Walter Payton. Jim Brown is before me. Walter uh, Payton's very much in my eras. List all your 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 home run hit. You know, Bo Jackson. That's for Jeff. There you mm-hmm. go, buddy. Um, for me, Barry Sanders, Thurman Thomas, two guys that are in the Hall of Fame that played at Oklahoma State, made me fall in love with with running backs. Barry Sanders had. I, I he walked away way too soon. You know what? He's walking right now. No doubt, yeah. I, understand I don't that. know that he would have been – he had kept playing in Detroit. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, he got a, dealt a bad hand by going we're, to the we're Lions. All, yeah. We're all, I think, a little bit – feel a little bit stolen from because we didn't get to watch him do more. And we mm-hmm. know he could have done more because we watched Emmett do more. Mm-hmm. Emmett just went kept going and going and going and the, going. The and running going. back in the NFL, though, has become – That's where I'm at. Dinosaur. Is the, is the age – of the star running back, dead in the NFL. No, I I think the uh, the age of drafting a running back number one and paying a guy like Saquon Bartley, who who the Giants have yet to pay and wants, you know, sixteen million a year. There's just no reason to pay him that, especially when you look at what a team like the Chiefs have done by drafting a kid from Rutgers that nobody ever heard of, who ends up scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yep. And so I think that you can win in the NFL, but you you the quarterback has become more important than ever in the National Football League. And then 
his guys to be able to get the ball to the receivers and then the guys up front to block for him and, and keep people at bay. Um, I just think grinding it out between the tackles, um, you got to have like a – but paying a guy like Derrick Henry or paying a guy like Saquon or, or, or someone, I just don't think you need to do that anymore. Your money is better spent uh, defensive line, putting pressure on the quarterback and trying to get to somebody um, than it is – because I think I'm not that anybody can run the ball, but if you have the guys up front that can open up a hole, and you got somebody like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or whomever, um, then I, I think that you could. I think that you could. You'd be fine. I agree. With I, all I don't. That. I, I mean, don't. I don't think you need Zeke. I mean, the Cowboys. They made a huge mistake and may have cost themselves an opportunity to get to a Super Bowl by paying Zeke Elliott what they paid him and not using those resources to pay somebody on defense at linebacker or defensive line. Yeah, I'd love to see those numbers again because what's the average NFL running back's tenure, what, four years, something like that? It surprises me you asked that question because you are well-documented, not an NFL guy, without an NFL team, without a history of growing up watching the National Football League. No, I grew up watching it. I just grew up, didn't have a rooting interest. So I'm not glued to every chief snap. I'm watching... The Cowboys mostly because the, again we're back to. But am I true on that? I mean, you don't. We're you back don't. to three TV stations. That's yeah. what I had was yeah. three: yeah. Lawton, Wichita Falls, and Oklahoma City mm-hmm. on an antenna. All right, that's right. What no, I grew I'm, up I'm with. right there with you, rabbit ears. But I mean, you don't go to bed on Sunday night mad because your team lost. No, never, never have. Yeah, Not never my have. entire life. Yeah, no. which I kind of like. I feel that. See, there's a part of me that is feel sad for you along those lines. Really? Yeah, that you don't have an NFL team. But I mean I grew up in a I grew up in a in a NFL city and so for me the NFL was way more important growing up than college. Yeah. And Major League Baseball was way more important um than college. Than college. Yeah. When college wouldn't even it wouldn't you know what college baseball was like at KU is the fraternities would take kegs to the to Quigley Field is what it was called yeah. then and put them in the stands and drink beer and watch and watch and watch the poor KU lose. <laughs> Before we run out of time and go on a nice little jaunt through KU baseball history during Jamie's question of the day, wow, give you my quick that's answer a shot. Here. Uh, well, we've got like a minute left. Go. Um, I'm opposite of this. As long as there's a potential in the future for an Adrian Peterson type guy, for a Barry Sanders type guy, that and it's not going to be everybody. But special talent at the running back will still get paid, but it's got to be special. It's the average running back that becomes special? No. The special guy that comes out and everybody goes, holy cow, that's Gale Sayers reincarnated. That guy can still play in the NFL and still get a contract. I just just don't think that guy can lead a team to a Super Bowl, though. That's my point. This is all about getting to the Super Bowl. This is all about getting to the AFC or NFC Championship game. And and that guy... The pendulum swings both ways. Takes too much money. Offense, defense. Get your quarterback to score 50 points. Find a defense that can keep the quarterback off the field. Spread. Find a quarterback that can beat it. Find a defense that can beat that quarterback. It can even, back you can even TikTok on, on sides of the ball. Spread. Flip it all over the field 70 times. Run it between the tackles. We've seen that go back and forth in the Big 12. Also, lucky lady is tuned in this morning. She says, would you feel the same way about McCullough if he'd gone to any other blue blood school? He he, he wasn't going to go to any other blue Had blood McCullough school. Had McCullough gone anywhere else, I wouldn't be as upset as I am. 
I, I think the fact that he went from here to KU for a lot of people, it just that was the KU aspect of it that rubbed the wrong way. Oh, no doubt. If he'd have gone to another Big Twelve school, would it be the same? Maybe, but not as much. Not not as much. I think KU is the is the primary target here. The hatred there, which I get, I understand. Seven forty this morning on Love Hey Hawks ninety seven three. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Drive, thank you for being with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With uh, Dos Jefes, Jeff Haxton, who's in for Jamie Lent, and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Somebody off the Yates Morning Center chat line said, did they make you call them Dos Jefes yet? No, I just, I did that on my own, but thanks for the reminder. I did that earlier. <clears throat> They haven't referred to them constantly as Dos Hefes. They, they know who they are, right? You know your name. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let them off right. the hook. Uh, we will have, uh, as Jeff mentioned, in uh, Sports Center coverage from Big 12 Media Days. Uh, see a picture that they've tweeted out of uh, Coach McGuire with his guys that are, that are there. And uh, Jeff is really happy because... How many times? How many times? Have we seen the head coach of the Red Raiders wearing purple and green and anything other than red and black? What is Joey McGuire wearing today? Nice red jacket. Yes. Probably the one that he got with Chuck's gift card and a nice <laughs> black suit. That's what he's saying well right done. there with Jamie and Choice. He's like, you know how I got this coat, right? He earned it. It's from Chuck. He earned it with a 5-4 and four record in the Big 12. I'm not saying you've got to have a nice the red jacket, that, but he's wearing red and black. A black suit with a red tie you, would make me happy. Do you know how much that would please me if that were the case? But I don't know that that's probably not the case. <laughs> All I can hear is Brandon Francis right now. Man, you know I know Chuck. <laughs> he's my guy. Man, of course I met Chuck. That's my guy. Right. He was on Tech Talk, and they, they flippantly asked him about that, and then they got it shoved right in their face. Right in your face. <laughs> that's, a, that's a level-ism right there. Right in his face. Right in his face. Right, and he was talking about Courtney Ramey when Lung <clears throat> hit the shot on him. Uh, going to uh, Big 12 Media Days with uh, Coach Joey McGuire is uh, the starting quarterback, Tyler Shuck, the starting running back, Taj Brooks, starting defensive lineman, Tony Bradford Jr., and Jalen Hutchings, along with Jaran Bradley uh, from the wide receiver core. So those guys are uh, are with Coach McGuire, and and he does. That is a sweet looking. That is a sweet looking red jacket. Well, that's a great I mean, picture out in front of AT Stadium where they hope to absolutely. be back. You absolutely, know. you go in there and you look around and you say, "Man, I you know back home in December we're going to be back." And here. you know, it, Coach McGuire is probably he's the kind of guy that if you put, probably put this in his mind, he would say it to his to those guys going, "You see this jacket right here? I'm wearing it today." The next time I'm wearing it is when we're back for the Big 12 championship game. Yep. I'm not wearing it again. This is a sweet-looking coat, though. i got to get me one of them. Well, it's cool that, you know, both those guys in Hutchings and Bradford mm-hmm. easily could have moved on and done something else. Mm-hmm. But now they're going to stay and be your anchors in the defensive line. They're going to be able to bring along other younger defensive linemen, show them the ropes. Hey, this is what it's like to play in this league. Come along with us. This is how it works with Joey McGuire. We've been through three coaches. We've been through two coaches. We've been through this, that, you know, 
We've been through COVID. There's not a lot these guys have not been through. And so that guy right there in that scarlet jacket, I think today is going to be a very confident individual. It was interesting. There was a Baylor blogger that said, what are the odds that uh, Joey McGuire says, I can't talk to any of you guys until you all give me a Raider power (laughs) (laughs) here at the media days and and see how that would go. And then Mm -hmm. Joey actually liked the tweet that the Baylor blogger sent out. So should be fun to hear from all those guys. Chuck, it's nice to meet you. I need that jacket. You like it? It looks good, man. Yeah. Here's yeah. my business card. You can have that. All right. Thank you, man. Let me know how I can help. I will. Uh, I uh, I think I'm going to tell him, hey, that's a sweet looking jacket. How do I get me one of them? I have a feeling. No, I have a feeling. I know where he got it. Um, yeah, me too. But uh, I'm gonna. I think I might go over there and see if they've got one in a uh, 44 rig. Okay. I watched Seinfeld last night where George hides the suit because it's going on sale for half price Friday. <laughs> and he goes, Arrivederci, my uh, fellow 40 short or 40 long or whatever it was. Are you a uh, are you a, a big Seinfeld guy, too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Big time. Big time. Mm-hmm. If it's a choice between Seinfeld and the office. Office. Okay. All right. Uh, look at when you look at that picture. What does anything stand out to you? Just when you look at the, not not Coach McGuire because you already talked about his red jacket. But look at the five players. Does anything stand out to you? Uh, how tall Shuck and Bradley are? Yes, Bradley especially. Mm-hmm. Brad Bradley especially. Duran Bradley is six five. He weighs just two fifteen, but he looks like he's got body to grow into, doesn't he? He looks like a whippet. Have you ever seen a whippet? No. It's, it's like a greyhound. Okay. I'm not looks, familiar with that. It looks extremely fast. Are you uh, Are you into the dog track? I mean, is that something that... No, kind of, no, okay. no, no. Okay. Right. Didn't know if you if you liked... Because they, they had that up there, right? In Oklahoma City for no. a while. Did they have greyhound racing? No. They have the horse? They the had ponies. the horse. Ponies. Were you a pony no. guy? Uh-uh. Uh, Shuck, by the way, is 6'5", but he weighs 230. Okay. And he probably he probably could still. Well, they make uh, you know Bradford and Hutchings look short. So, what about Taj Brooks? <laughs> we know he's short. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, uh, so give me give me an over under on rush, um, load for Taj Brooks. Like if at the end of the year we take rushes and let's let's take Shuck out. Okay, okay. running back total rushes. You're probably going to hand the ball off to seven different guys over a season, but how much percentage-wise does he have? Oh goodness, um, I, I think he probably carries the ball seventy percent of the time. It's the exact number I had. Yeah, seventy uh, percent of the time, and I think that's a good thing because you'll have guys like Valdez to develop underneath him, and have a different kind of one-two punch there. But, you know, you don't – You hey, Sir Roderick might go down as one of the most overlooked, underrated Red Raiders, in my opinion. Do you think he has a future in the NFL? Not a – maybe. Maybe. I mean, because I mean, he – It's like what you're talking about. Because he's the kind of guy – right, because he's guy, the kind of guy that could excel. Got a, they got a guy from Rutgers that nobody had heard of. Right. That scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. 
I'm, yeah, so I, th- I look at him and go, I think he's the kind of guy that could make a contribution to a team, be a guy that could pick up some key yardage from time to time, be, be a guy that would be secure with the football and not cost a whole lot of money. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, Taj last year carried the ball 147 times, 691 yards and seven touchdowns. He was the team's leading carrier in for uh, rushes and shared the team high for rushing touchdowns with Sir Roderick. Okay. Dude, you got to look at the inside of the jacket, man. Um, Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it yet. Swing your sword. Oh. Okay. Uh, nice. Nice touch for Coach McGuire. Inside lining. Mm-hmm. He uh, he got the coat from where I got the gift card. Okay? So I, I, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to see uh, Jeremy and Howard today and say – I think Jeff said that. I know. I know. But I'm just saying, did he use my gift card for that coat? I think he did. <laughs> I think he probably would have had to add a little I bit to it. I think we can claim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have had just a little bit yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, he had to you know, add Maybe a little bit, but not much. That's what I wanted to hear. There you go. There you go. We'll power the morning drive there. Not everybody not everybody embraces it. <laughs> Very few do. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.